And we are live. Marcus Griffin here, and you're listening to Confessions from an Addict on this Friday. Oh, no, it's Friday the 13th. <laughs> Best scream ever. As you hear that scream come through, we have my favorite Pinkie Puff girl. I don't know why, but that's the best name. I just you say it and you smile. I think that's the name. It's it. It. No one will get mad at you saying that name. Pinky Puff girl, Lily in the house. Happy Friday to you. Happy Friday the thirteenth. I Happy like that better than May the fourth be with you. I don't do none of that nerd ass shit. Now, speaking of what I don't do, we're gonna carry on. From where we left off on Wednesday. Got to carry on from where we left off Wednesday, which was self-investigation. I like that better than self-reflecting. I like that better than 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 self and self-satisfying, self-pleasing, whatever, self-care. I like self-investigation, and I like that Lily said it. And I would love for her to explain. So please, the floor is all yours, Pinky Puff girl. <laughs> well, and I think that to go back with like self-reflection and self-care, it's if it's like a um, a scientific process where first you have to investigate and know the diagnosis of what is wrong. Like, and it's funny because. I remember um quick with- pause. Thank you. So when you say what is wrong in this mm-hmm. assessment, do you do you go about um examining the variable? Meaning like, okay, so you're having a bad day. You know, most people are like bad day, car, why is why am I having this bad day? Maybe you got a flat tire, maybe you got you know, you and you and your you and your man got into a fight. Right, so let me let me use let me use the that analogy as as a springboard. Why did I get a flat tire? Let's self investigate. Hmm. Maybe because I'm the kind of person that has to be told at a gas station. Um. Excuse me. I can see the metal in your tire. You might want to fix that. Oh. Like there are things that like I just don't look at and I don't see and I don't realize and I think that that knowing that that is part of me I have to self-investigate like why and and that's why I like why you said what you said as far as self-investigation because as you already is a process it would seem Mm -hmm. and part of the self-investigation is already saying it's more in another like the start of it is first the awareness Exactly. Okay. Good. Like, so getting a flat tire is a neutral, uh, you know, event, but then you can actually kind of break it down to where, all right, why did I get the flat tire? Is it because there was legit just a piece of shrapnel on the freeway that like I didn't see? Well, you can even break it down to that where like I need to maybe be paying attention more on the road. And maybe I need to be paying more attention to uh, my tire maintenance. And I think that paying more attention is part of the self-investigation and paying attention to 
your actions and to how you respond and react to the world and the neutral events that happen to you. And I think that's when, once you really start self-investigating, you can start manifesting situations a lot better because you can determine outcomes easier where you're like, I know myself so well that if I put myself in that situation, there are so many X, Y, Z variables, but the, the one that's more likely to happen is X because I know myself and I'm not, you know, and I know nine self is, is key and crucial to being able to be a productive member of this planet. Well, I think the most important thing you said, the most important thing, which you said a a lot of key factors, but the thing that stands out to me the most and the things that I want the people to that's listening that where I knew this would be, this would be a great subject is the key factor to the reaction to something happening. Mm -hmm. Cause we are faced with something daily that happens. And oftentimes relationships, relationship with yourself, relationship with the universe, relationship, like we do this bad luck. And so it's because of the bad luck I had that I, I threw a fit and kicked the tire and da da da. Yeah. Where it's like, no, yeah. like you just got to look at it. And I think that's one of the most important parts when, you know, when breaking down who you are, because a lot of people do this, I'll, I'll save that for later, but break it down to who you are, where it's like, if you're even killed, that's the person you want to be. Good, bad, and different. You don't have to change because the situation changed, because something didn't go in your favor. That's the key that I want myself to mental note it up. Because oftentimes mm-hmm. we really do point these fingers if you didn't do this, I wouldn't have did that. And then you yeah. get in situations like that, and it's a lack of character on both. Because you did that doesn't mean I have to react that way. It's simply that's how you chose to react? Fine. I'm still going to choose love. I'm going to choose calmness above all. And I get it. I'm one of the main button pushers on the planet. I just love, I love, I love, I love it in a sense because you understand as someone that, I mean, I'm, I'm still quite manipulative. I like knowing I can control you. You're a cancer. It makes sense. And, you know, I want to do away with that because you shouldn't be able to. It's like, what's interesting now is even when I do not try to control it's still controlled because I mean, the other person going to react, how they going to react. But, but I just, I mean, it's just with everything though, where, um, prime example, I'm having a conversation with my ex-girlfriend and, um, I mean, this one, this isn't like toxic ex-girlfriend on this one, just to clarify in case my girlfriend decides to listen to conversation but this is one that became a friend and we had these conversations and this is confessions from an addict so i will tell you how this goes and i just find it interesting that men and women in relationships that are friendships we could talk about anything and yet at the same time nothing is too serious to where the emotions get involved 
And so I was trying to have this conversation like, it's funny. This is just relationships. Like, this is just what y'all do as women. Like, you have this, like, for men, we are, I'm realizing more as I'm getting older and the mistakes I made were very logical. That's what I say as far as serious stuff. Like, my, my girlfriend to talk about house and marriage and all this. And I'm like, but we just blew this money over here. So for me, I'm like, how can we manifest a house when you're still talking about trips? Yeah. How can we manifest a house when we're going out to dinners? Like, I understand as flawed as I am, I also understand it takes discipline, saving, uh, um, lowering your credit, making be debt free. I understand all these things. So for me, I cannot start to have a conversation on what if. Especially when it's like knowing that we know ourselves well enough to know discipline, I would not say is something we have a strong um, sense of. And that's where it's like when you talk about self-investigation, the awareness that I have is I'm not like, I don't know why this line has been in my head, but I'm like, don't put that on me, Ricky Bobby. Like, you're not serious <laughs> about getting a house. On me, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> yes. And it'd be like, you're not serious about getting a house. I just gave you two G's to go on a trip to Hawaii. I'm, I'm the fun guy. But you want, like, on that trip, I'll own that trip. I didn't want to take my daughter on a plane and go somewhere, and that's what we decided on. But, you know, I'm just saying, what is other trips? Like, I am the guy, like, I'm all for fun. Like you said, lack of discipline. I, yeah. hey, when it comes to any, oh, oh, you you, you want to go to the bar? I don't have any money. It's cool. I got you. Or you, I don't mean to bring that up, but uh, <laughs> inside <laughs> joke. Um, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I am the undisciplined one, but you're the like one that play. will trigger that undisciplinedness and then blame me for not being serious. That's what's frustrating. And that's where it's like with self-investigation of knowing thyself and knowing thyself, you can know thy partner. And then at the mm -hmm. same time, you do ask these things in a relationship. How well do I know you? Because we look at know you as I know your favorite color. I know your favorite meal. No, do I know? And that's why I say I love control and manipulation. And it's not always people look at that as bad. That umbrella with just those words, it's always a negative. But no, I look at these things because if I know, if I ever say to you, hey, would you like to go to dinner? I know 90 percent of the time is yes. If I know, hey, if I say to you, you want to go gamble at the casino, 90 percent of times is yes. So we actually have to know ourselves and know our partners well enough to where it's like, I got to protect you from you. Yeah. And that's what you should be doing. That's loving. Which is, it's funny because I feel like the more you open yourself up to self-investigation, the honesty that it takes to do that is a new level of honest that I think transcends into your relationships with other people. Because one of, one of the things that I love so much about our friendship is that like, I almost feel like... A, I don't think that there is a thing that you could say to me that would be as like, oh, that's too blunt. That's too honest. I get upset with you when you try to bullshit me. <laughs> like, don't, I don't need to lie. 
and thank you for proving my point. And this is where, like, I get in these debates with people where I'm like, it's not debatable. Friendships, for whatever reason, a solid friendship between man and woman, there's pretty much nothing off limits. Of course, what I mean is, if we're having this conversation of, of some things that hit nerves or whatever the case may be, we still look at each other like, hey, we're friends. But in relationship, there's certain shit where you're like, why can't we just have this conversation? And 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 the, the, the thing about it is, which upsets me about this woman, and it, I get it, my life, you could look at my life like, you junkie, crackhead, motherfucker, you not there for your daughter, motherfucker, how could you say any of this shit? Like, people will break down the lack of intelligence that I have, just based off what I am. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I had to get this Subway. Sorry to my <laughs> listeners. But what I'm, I'm saying gonna, based off are that you is... you eating Subway right now? Well, I'm not going to eat it on this podcast. But what <laughs> First I'm saying all, by that is, <laughs> this is a woman who has her shit together. This is a woman that works out and cares about her health. This is a woman that has, you know, she has it going on. And She's just, like just the yang to your yin. Huh? She's the yang to your yin. Uh, whatever the fuck you want to call it. But all I try to say, I try to tie it in. I was like, you did the same shit. It's something about relationships where y'all just, y'all act, y'all just, the conversation is just like, don't compare me, don't take out what's going on with your girl and hang up on me. And I'm like, that's amazing. The reaction. And that's where I'm like, if women understood and men understood, because it's a woman and a man thing, that the way you react says a lot about who the fuck you are. Oh, now that the conversation is difficult and I'm debating, you want to get the fuck off the phone. But I'm just saying, and, and it's, it's, it just was a comparison thing. It made my tone was different because there's a frustration of why is it that, and people could be similar. It's like, oh, because you're not emotionally invested in, I'm emotionally invested in you. I want to see you do well. We have conversations where we'd like to better one another. Yeah. And so some, somewhat, that's why, like, when I tie this into the spirituality thing, I'm like, if we renounced fucking, yeah, it would, I don't think it would end men, mankind. But if we renounced fucking the way we fuck for pleasure, we'd be better off. Do you think because, that's why religion tries to, like, um, to take the pleasure out of it? It's like they're trying to, religion is trying to world peace with like one hole in a bed sheet at a time. See, I look at religion and I go, when I study up on the Bible, see, everybody wants to be like, oh, they tell you what to do. They tell you, no, they, they, it's all a choice. They just say A plus or two plus two equals four. It will always be that. And people don't like that shit. People do not like it because it goes against what feels good. It goes against instant gratification. It goes against just being able to live as free as you want. And the Bible doesn't say that. The Bible doesn't say, like, they look at the hell part of where you're going. But if you think about it, why wouldn't that be the case? You speak with a lot of people, like you're carrying on them energy, so now you don't know who you are. You lost yourself with them. So the next relationship that you carry from that last person you take to this person, that's dysfunctional. So you should be a woman of virtue. You know what I mean? Um, you hurt somebody, why wouldn't you think 
when you live in that life of you hurting and you attacking or whatever, and you're always quick to fire, why wouldn't you think you'd get your ass whooped by something? It's gonna, it's all got to come around full circle. Because I will the say, essence, I will... there is a bettering of yourself that we all need to get to, but people are fighting against it because the bettering of yourself, it takes no. I feel like um, religion could be its own episode because I could completely uh, chime in with a a sideways debate and derail the self-investigation uh, topic. So I won't. But um, going back to the honesty and, and even going back to um, how I feel like sometimes friends can be um, brutally honest without the expectation of hurting the other person because it, I think it's the expectations that happen in a relationship that aren't as heavy in friendships because I loved how the other night when we were, we were going to your show, um, like I was genuinely not mad when the when when I was like yeah I knew we weren't gonna do karaoke afterwards like I that was my bad I should have like and then I I can look at it more objectively and take the hurt out of like the expectations of like you said where it's like no I should have known <laughs> and had a contingency plan because I know you you know what I mean like because I'm really trying to focus on understanding myself, it's becoming easier to understand others as well because I'm spending so much time and energy kind of learning um, and not, and not being so critical. Like I feel like there's a way to self investigate and do it neutrally so that you don't, spiral out because for me the whole reason I think why I really started the self-investigation journey was one like you get so tired of having you know um being incompetent <laughs> that it motivates you to figure yourself out and being like all right what was my problem but also I was really frustrated that like big business and Bezos in essence, know me better. And I'm not going to have that. You know what I mean? Because the way that our data collects the information trail that we leave, strangers can buy who I am and know in essence me better than I would know myself. And I'm like, the least I can do is try to get down to the nitty gritty and figure my own self out and not be especially because like if you don't know yourself you can be manipulated and tricked because you're and not keep that cycle going 100 percent. i mean now that i to use your term self-investigation now that i've investigated me there is this air of and i mean air like air but there is this like air of like full accountability and that's mm -hmm. where it's the 
because a lot of times, like, people go through this process where it doesn't really need to go there. Like, they go to process guilt, shame, regret, resentment, all, you know, so we're all, like, layered with. And once you take full accountability, you're like, hey, I didn't know that. That, like, once it, it takes all of what you want to give to them and puts it on you, but it's not one, a, a weight too heavy to bear. And two, you realize it's not that heavy at all. Once you really go from like the start with the self investigation of, oh, I know why. Yeah. I went there because here, and it was my reaction. You know, yeah, it, because- was, it was, it was me that didn't maybe check the tire pressure. It had nothing to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, you might have drove over rocks. Who knows? But even well, that, and, and you're laughing the- like, I knew better. Like, if you don't say to yourself, I knew better not to go 60 over these rocks. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying there's a lot of people that, that addicts are very much like that, where it's like, I know if I drove down that street. And that's why I was talking to one mm-hmm. addict where I'm like, you just got to be, and I'm not guru or anything like that. We're just talking. And I'm just trying to give insight. Maybe it helps me or it doesn't. We don't have to be so hard on ourselves to act like there was some mystical form that just led us down that way to go buy that. No. Then sometimes you got to be like, hey, you know what? Fuck it. I wanted to get high. And just leave it at that. And then be like, you know what? I hope I don't get high tomorrow. And just leave it at that. But it's so much of, oh, my God, I fucking destroyed everything. No. No. I laugh at people that's like, that you have this egotistical and it, and I hate pity parties because I don't think all pity parties are pity parties. I think sometimes in self-realization, it comes out as I need to get all these, these actions that I did and lay it on the table so I can show some humility. That's Quick why pop. I think people got humility and pity party fucked up. Pity party is I'll never be anybody. I'll never make it. Motherfucking uh, humility is, I didn't make it because I didn't do that shit. Oh, don't feel bad on your... No, I'm not feeling bad. I'm trying to put mental notes to where I can do something different. You know? And... When you said it, because what I was trying to say was self, self-investigation, self the other side, is self-realization. It's, it, the process that you say... With it being the scientific process of self-investigation, the next step is realization. And it just sucks when you talk like, well, on the energy side of the game. Because that conversation with the ex, it was like, all right, my tone is what changed that shit. That's all that I'm apologizing. I really need to apologize for. You know what I mean? Because the frustration came out is, no, y'all do this shit. That's what y'all do. Y'all do relationship shit. Y'all get on the, and that's what you said about friendships, which makes it different. We're not like, are we going to get friendship committed? Are we going to, how long is this friendship going to last? We don't do yeah. that. <laughs> Only with relationships. I don't, that's, that's, I'm like the mad scientist as I was just trying to be passionate about this as I got a breakthrough on something else. And that's why I said the people that I know that have been in my life, they love me for what I've given, what I've done. They don't love the, the essence of me. Because even in the manipulative control of things, some people could be entertained by it. But if you look at it in some possessive-ass way of what you want to change in somebody, you're like, I can't stand it. You let in control. Okay. But then they'll never tell you what they don't like about it. You know, they might be aware of it, but I'm sorry. 
don't we all start off that way? No one just walks up to you, which my, you know, my girlfriend has said, why didn't you tell me this is who, I said, I, uh, I, the gambling maybe, but you know I gambled. I told you about the addiction, told you about these things and these characteristics to look for. But yeah, how am I going to tell you? Oh yeah, I'm going to stay out two, three in the morning sometimes. I'm going to talk to the, like, why would I tell you that? Well, and honestly, I feel like just going off of that is like, well, first of all, I try to be extremely transparent with things that I know are things other people don't enjoy. I try to give uh, links and references of like, here are videos of like, I have ADHD and this is what to expect when dealing with a person like me, I'm going to be annoying. I'm going to ramble. I'm going to be forgetful. I'm going to be late. I'm, I have, I've spent the last three years. We had a whole pandemic that I was able to cocoon and self-reflect, investigate, realize, realize, and I'm not done because I'm still, I still have aha moments about myself and I write them down and I keep them and I'm collecting them to kind of like, it helps diagnose the things that if you don't do it, then you won't know what you need to get better. And you won't know what things that you are like, yep, I'm pretty sure that that's a fixed issue. And I don't mean fixed as in like, I fixed it. I mean, that is an issue that has like solidified. I can't fix that one. That one is a fixed problem. It's, it's. I love it. Cement. Cause that, that, that type of stuff. That shit don't change. <laughs> the, the button pushing it. I'm like, I'm sorry. Like I, in gambling in Vegas, I'm the idiot that a bet when I don't have shit. Cause I'm like, I'm not going to wait as everybody checks. And then when I, when I get something, I bet you had this one the whole fucking time. Let me know straight up. <laughs> Let me know straight up how the fuck you feel. If I do this or do that. Okay. Thank you. Now, some people are like, well, why do you have to push buttons? How the hell do you get to know somebody? Who just lives <laughs> this cookie-cutter-ass life where they're home at 4, dinner at 5, they, they you know... Some people... They read at night, they go to bed out there. the same routine. You know, I mean, and, and I'm just like... Don't no, you know I what makes know people tick? like that. I know people like that, and it blows my mind. Uh, it's funny because during the pandemic, uh, I was staying with my family, and... Um, it was crazy because my dad was like, we had said something and I was like, I can't imagine like knowing my day's routines to such a degree that I even knew when I had to, I knew when I was going to go pee. And he's like, I, that's my life. I know, I know exactly when, like I wake up and I have everything planned out and I'm like, Ew, how? Like, I could not live a life like that, it, which is funny because it's almost like as soon as I try to plan my day, it's almost like there is it, the universe and my subconscious start to fuck with my my better judgment. And it's like, oh, you had this plan today, right? Did you know it was Friday the 13th and, and that means tattoos? And I was like, what? Well, now... Now it's like a mission. Now I have like this thing in the back of my head. And I know it's, it's partly because, you know, the, the dopamine that I'm getting from, could I manage to get a $20 tattoo today? And it's a challenge. And it's my ADHD is so excited for this that I'm like, could I get 
everything I need to get done and a tattoo today. Let's see. So now I don't really have a plan. I have this like weird, how can I manage doing all of this? Like the, so funny how yesterday- You already got an investigator's mind state because they investigate, you know, you're going to do $20. And then as I sit here, I go, I'm questioning the quality of that tattoo. And then I'm like, yeah, says the person that buys $20 worth of Coke. Like, all right, I'll shut the fuck up. Well, oh. it's the $20 is because it's uh, Friday the 13th is um, a tradition in most tattoo shops where it's a $13 tattoo, $7 tip. You get like a flash. I have two of them. So I like getting Friday the 13th. Thank you. Leave with that shit. Because I don't know about that shit. I know there's $20 tattoos. Now that might be something we all can do. <laughs> I was going to say, you want to go get one right now? <laughs> well, I'm at and work. It's, it's funny because um, my friends that really get me and know me are like, you're trying to figure out how to do this. I'm like, you know me so well. <laughs> how, how did you know? Like, when did you first learn of this? Um, I was like 24-ish. I can't remember exactly. I was in my like early-ish 20s. And I like how I say early-ish, as in, like, 24 is damn near mid. But I also don't remember if I was – I was in a, a girl rock band and um, – rock band choir, whatever. And um, they knew about it. And they were like, let's go get Friday the thir Friday the 13 tattoos. And I was like, what? You have pink and purple hair and all that good stuff? Um, or not that kind of rock band. For some reason, I could see both. I can see you being the Christian rock band and just a regular. No, rock this band. was this was a girl rock choir. There were thirteen of us, and we usually dress like uh, schoolgirls. And basically, if I had to describe what it was, it looked like a bachelorette party went to go sing live karaoke. Uh, it was like gimmicky. It was fun. Um, <laughs> and what's so funny is we, we actually won the house of blues battle of the bands and got to play at Hootenanny that like one year. And it's funny because when there's 13 people just in, mind you, there was more than 13 people. Cause we had an actual band too, but of course we're going to win any battle. Like 13 people. If, if, one girl brings two people we flooded the audience you know what i mean like the odds are ever in our favor right but um it's something that i've kind of i i like to do especially where i like to introduce people to doing it so now i have kind of like a couple of girlfriends that hey it's friday the 13th <gasps> tattoos can we do it like so <laughs> it would be it'd be really cool if if I could manage to pull it off. And it's funny because it's something that I. Second. I'm going to let you carry this because I'm going to use the restroom real quick and then come back. And I know, see this, this, this is what you get on confess from. You could have just gone pee and stopped listening anything. and I would have kept talking. <laughs> yeah. I'll try to find a way to sniff this out. Keep talking. <laughs> so, uh, fuck, now I don't remember what I was talking about. <laughs> but, um, it's interesting how I had, how I can easily just derail a d or have something that like, um, this might work, but I don't know if it's going to work. So it's like back burner, 
um, issue. And it, it's definitely something that I don't think I can necessarily change. I think that um, it does play into the fact that I have ADHD. And if something shiny happens to come into my day, being able to look at it and go like, oh, I know it's shiny, but I don't get to have it. It, it sucks. It's like, oh, where like even just trying to um, figure oh, this is, out. This is why I had a question for you. Because I'm okay. sorry for the interruption. Because um, I'm willing, with all this self-investigation, how much do you act on? Because I'm like, I hear that you're this great singer and got this great voice. And I'm going to catch up one time to the karaoke, I promise. Well, you know. Um, Whatever uh, happened to the band? Oh, that band. What's so funny is the day that I quit that band, I started doing improv. The, the same day. But you get 13 females to try to work together for as long as, I, you know, good job. Like, right? Like, goddamn gap band no I'll send fire. like what the fuck was going on there it was like claire's clear no, what was it band. What you have band? two drummers two guitars two bass two like was it two of everything would you play the tambourine no we were we were vocal like it was a choir it was a girl rock choir band i'm telling you like it have you ever seen live karaoke have i ever seen i'll what? send you I'll live karaoke where you do karaoke, but you're playing to a band instead of a recording. I have not. It's I like that. In the karaoke world. I'll send you a link. I'll send Chinese you a link people. afterwards. Is it the Chinese that own the karaoke circuit? Uh, what? Or is it the Japanese? <laughs> I, the I Koreans? think Koreans love. I really, I think it's the East loves karaoke. Um, but yeah, no, we were the Jezebel's Girl Rock Choir. There is evidence on YouTube of this. I will send you links. I'll even clip it for you so you don't have to watch the full thing. <laughs> this is where I apologize to whoever listens. If Griff was more savvy, we'd be doing this live and we'd be playing that right now for y'all to watch. Right, exactly. You, you, one, we'll get there. We'll definitely get there for sure. Yes. So we, we I, I've, I've got Jamie. Of you, if you're loyal, you're gonna see this. This is gonna be yeah. something really great. <laughs> watch us, watch us grow up. Exactly the, the glow up of our grow up. Exactly. Um, but I also kind of I wanna I want to not let the fact that you you have self realization of you have a Griff persona, and I like that because me and you as friends and me as in someone who is, you know, well into self investigating herself, I'm able to like do it with others as well to where, remember how I was like, Oh no, I, cause I spent like the last three years really doing self investigation with the pandemic and the, um, uh, you know, cocoon phase we all got to have. Well, not everybody. Cause there were some people that did not have the same pandemic and, I am so sorry for those people, but um, I do think that it was a much needed self investigation because I realized at one point in it that I have no idea who I would have been 
had I been allowed to be myself. I've had to fight to stay who I am and realize like who I am, you know, because I'm not typical. I'm definitely neurodivergent, which doesn't fit in. And, but I've, I've had to mask and learn how to fit in because I, I really love, I'm gregarious. I love human connection and, um, bouncing energy off of people and playing in that energy and enjoying being social to the point where like, I know myself so well that when the pandemic happened, I started trying to look up what happens to dolphins when they're isolated, when they are cut off from the pack, because I realized that that is, it's a, it's a, big possibility whatever happens to dolphins I was gonna I was going to begin to experience because I'm I'm very social I I I don't want to be like oh dolphins are my spirit animal because I'm pretty sure that's crows but I do think that you can kind of see your essence and energy in other things and kind of learn to adapt using them as as tools and you know we do it all the time with like um social experiments on animals and all that to kind of learn us better but when a dolphin by the way i watched contagion and i was like they're just gonna just experiment on monkeys like what the who got just a surplus of monkeys around like that's (laughs) i I, I look at this it's it's amazing because i look at this country and you and I get into it all the time about, like, we watch something and be like, hey, that happened. Yeah, it happens all the time. Why? Well, it's just a part of life. No, people actively go do that. They don't yeah. have to do that. Well, how, hey, you got to. Yeah, we're not one to to get a vaccine. You got to kill a few monkeys. You know, crack a. We're not one to take the part of life as an answer. It's like, okay, no, no, I, I get why, but please tell me you have a problem with it. Like when when I look at people, I'm like, you don't have a problem with that. That's when you were younger. Could you take because I said so as an answer? What do you mean? Like when people say because I said so? Like, uh, yeah, as as that's a valid answer. That's almost on the lines of because that's the way it is. Yeah. But see, what like, I'm getting at is this is how I am. What is your feelings towards something? You can say that's just the way it is and then go, I don't like it either. All right, cool. Now we can talk. But no, nah, that's yeah, we kill monkeys. Who kill? It's death. The word is killing there, right? Like you, you, <laughs> you killing these motherfuckers purposely. That's just where I'm like, and we still have patriotism. And if you go against the patriotism, something's wrong with you. That's all I'm getting at in the sense of, that's why I talk about reacting. You react how you should react and something's wrong with you. Wow. But see, if you t- if you remove that and always be even killed, then guess what? Somebody be like, something's still wrong with you. 
but I like the change I'm seeing. But I, I and some hate it because they want to see you get emotionally revved up. Now, when I say manipulating and control, I don't do that anymore. I don't want to see anyone to get emotionally revved up. But I do like the fact that, damn, you're emotionally revved up. I still must hit a nerve with you. That's amazing. After as much as we have conversations or talk, I still have that effect. Not that I want the effect because it was trying to get a whole dialogue here. But um, but I, I just, I mean, I look at where you talk about personas and I'm like, this is where, like, we hope this platform takes off. And I, I, I hope that, and this is what it really is with, with, with relationships and connections with people. It's us coming together to be our best selves. That's what it's all about, in my opinion. And so I appreciate you for being on here because I feel like, like when I see certain things, I'm like, I was doing that before. Or mm -hmm. like, you'll have this, like you said that, and I just make you think about Beyonce where it's like, oh, she's Sasha Fierce when she hits the stage. That's her other, and I'm like, and people blow it up like, oh my God, so you have to do, you all don't motherfucking know that? Yeah. Every time I stepped on a field, I felt I was 6'5". Was it? <laughs> but you see what I'm like, I played bigger. It was the yeah. will of my mind to want to win or whatever the case may be. The same with comedy, the same with anything. Now, granted, some people are like, yeah, it didn't work. Cool, whatever. That was my other persona that was like, fuck y'all, I ain't got to work as hard as you. Now, I'm reaping the consequences of that. But like you said, as far as to be this calculated individual, it's like, but how do you explore to know anything else about you? Yeah. And that's why self-investigation is so important. Not just one to know you, but then one to know what you lack. And I think people are afraid of digging into what they lack. That's why they mask it with mm -hmm. everything. Yeah. Because it's hard to be honest that you aren't like... Now, everybody knows that they're not perfect, but... To really dig in and go, oh, I have poor time management and be honest with it. That means that, okay, well, what are you going to do about it? Are you just going to accept it and just be the person that's late and then just maybe set up fail safes to where it's like, hey, um, lie to me. Tell me that, you know, it starts at four when it starts at five. You know what I mean? And hope or, or hope that you have friends that just know how to do that if, if if you say, you know, be there at four, it starts at five, but knowing it really starts at six because I'm probably going to get there at five, you know, or um, six anyway. But it's interesting that you say And that's what I say about manipulation. People would think that's, yeah. you lied to me. How someone did you do the fuck I want you to do? Now, granted, <laughs> we shouldn't care for you to do what you want to do, but eventually it has to come a time where if I value our relationship, there's certain tactics that I must use to preserve it. Maybe I'm wrong in that, but there's certain tactics. I, I, no, I, I got to lie to you about the time because it, it, it either will continue to get in fight, and I think it's stupid to break up because you don't know how to be on time. Yeah, I would hate for that to be. Hey, why are you? You don't see her here with me, do you? Yeah, we broke up. She ain't here because she, she's late once again. So I just didn't bring her. You didn't bring your girlfriend? Oh, that's horrible. Like, and I'm not saying you do this if she ever is, but 
and I would never leave her. She like, I have to say that. I would never leave her on some time thing. I now I just deal with it where I do other things. Like, all right, I'm gonna get fill the tank up. All right, I'm gonna go take your car to get washed. Like I do other things to buy the time. Because sitting there watching someone get ready is nails on a chalkboard. It's like really, really is. <laughs> you're not even rushing with the makeup. You're not even rushing with. You're still in a towel, and we were supposed to leave in ten minutes. Like. But that's your process, and you control the way yeah. you react. But going to where when you said personas, one of the things that I did realize um, was I do think that um, with with Freud's uh, self investigation uh, realization with uh, the id ego and super ego, and the the power of three and we have mind, body, and soul. We have um, sun, moon, and rising. I do think that there are three, three versions of ourselves or three something, three pieces, you know, and it's really important to know those three and, and kind of keep those checks and balances in working order because if you don't, the self-sabotage, in my opinion, and in my, uh, like, life, it's it becomes a problem when you only focus on one of the pieces. It doesn't make the other two not there. It just makes it easier for them to just go unnoticed and go um, uncontrolled. And what I've what I've come to realize, very much like with your your Mark, Cuz, and Griff, I also have like a writer, artist, performer, you know. And if I give each one their own space, time, and energy, one will start to self sabotage the other, and I left going, "What is going on?" You know what I mean? And. It's funny because very much like DID, where like our brains, if they do not integrate as children, never fully develop a self-identity. Because, and, and that's, that's a, that is a brain standard. Our brains are kind of built this way to where once you hit like a certain age, once you get like into seven and eight, your I'm so identity. mad because I studied this in psychology where I'm like, dang, they have these three things. Like, so if you take on the parents thing, and I forgot the definition of that, if you go and self-search yourself, it's another definition for that, you know? Uh-huh. And I cannot, I wish I had my book where I'm like, and yeah, in chapter six, and this is what it's talk, talks about it right here in chapter seven, but I don't know. <laughs> and I think that's because, like, part of the problem is, like, you're you're uh, passing tests, but you're not keeping the information in your head. Not fully. And that's where yeah, it's like, I'm like, I'm just hoping, like I miss, like I know part of these times of the dysfunction that has happened is another, it's, it's been thrown off. Like I enjoy school, but then I realized about me, I don't enjoy the have to. Like, yeah. The fact that I was on this journey of just constantly reading books and occupying my mind like that, 
It's like, but you have school that you got, you got all that to read, but it's a date attached to it. It's, it must like, be done by this day. And it must be, and it's like. 100%. And this is know, why we are the that's same. That's why I, I'm fucked up in that way. Cause I'm like, deadlines, because, deadlines. I'm like, I look at deadlines. Like, oh yeah. Yeah. That's when you want it done. Huh? Yeah. Do it when the fuck I want to do it. All right. 
put you on an elementary status with the conversation thinking, don't take out because what you're mad at over there, you're taking it out over here. I wasn't, I wasn't mad. I'm, I'm not mad at that over there. I was talking about the situation that has me flustered. And yes, I said flustered. Who the fuck says flustered after they send fat bitches to beat up another bitch and cuss and everything and then go all the way down to flustered? I love me some meat, but go ahead. I do like that you said flustered and not frustrated because I feel like some people say they mix frustrated and flustered together and they say that. Also to piggyback off of, I know myself well enough to know I would love to go back to school. Part of... One of my favorite versions of myself is in school. Like I love when I'm, I was able to just stop going to work and actually get paid, not paid, but like get, get like a grant or something. Are you getting paid just right now today? Once again, my privileged life. Sorry. Let me finish chewing. Well, while you're finished chewing, I know I can't go back to school because here's the funny thing with my privileged life. I just got bank mobile disbursements <laughs> as I'm sitting here like, oh, I'm, I'm broke again. And then, oh, shit, this money from everywhere. Come on down. <laughs> but I know that the where I am right now to have to deal with a syllabus, like it goes right back to where you're saying I don't like a deadline because I am – dealing with learning how to um how do how do i manage my my neurodivergent brain um without support it's just me trying to navigate these really really rough choppy waters and it's well, hard problem with your self investigation you go i need help but i ain't gonna ask that's not true. That's not true. Because for the most part, I like to I like to try to do it myself, sure. But one of the reasons why I don't ask is one, I know people see I need help. If you ain't offering well, hold on now. I'm not gonna you ask. Say you don't and ask. If I do ask ask, and I'm told no, it hurts so much. So I'd rather just save myself the pain of I I can't help you. You know what I mean? Like there's nothing worse than sinking in a boat. Well, my thing is in the end, do you ask or don't you ask? I do. Here's the thing. It's both. But hold on. I'm getting to it. When you do and it's no. You don't ask for, let's say, what, a week, two? Do you not you ask mean? the same person? Do you go, like, through a resource of two people? Oh, I go through resources. <laughs> and then, then it, it comes to a point where it's like, okay, well, then I know who to ask, who not to ask. And then I get to a point of just like, you know what? How much Those who can and will help will ask, will offer a hand. and th- And I'm not going to... If, if, if somebody comes and offers and then it's like, yes, please. Like there's certain, like right now using, using the tattoo as an example of, I would love to get this. 
I know that there's people that I'm, I'm not going to ask, Hey, could you, could you like come out of your day and help me get this? No. So, okay, what so I, where, where is this tattoo place that does that? It's 11, 11, by the way, where is this ah! tattoo place that does that? Uh, the tattoo place that I, uh, I don't care who is this. This is like our, like, you know, the 11, 11 make a wish, but the fact that it's just a reminder now, it's like it's our it's like our pecs on the cheek, like oh it's 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 sweet loving hour or minute or it's however. Be long. grateful, be appreciative, take this time and moment and energy to kind of like really understand that like <sighs> nah, numbers be mean shit. It really you does. Know? Um we don't take enough time. To place take at? Pico Rivera. That's they're, they're the only place that does it. No, it's the only place I want to go. That that's the so I met this amazing talented uh artist at my last vendor event and uh I saw on his story. He's the reason why I was like, "Oh my god, it's it's Friday the 13th. I would have missed it entirely. I would have not put two and two together. I didn't even know it was the 13th." Like I would not have looked at the the date today. I'm not at work, you know. And so, well, if you do, like, <laughs> throw me in the car, please. But no, so this I, is why this do you thing. think I'm? See, oh, <laughs> I'm only doing this because of you. I'm hoping we all can go. <laughs> we ain't had a Friday night like this. So, I'm has like, she passed her test yet? Did she pass? She did pass, but it was with a 77. But I'm like, you know, aim high. At least you, like, but she did pass. It's you so guys funny. Told me. This is where you said so when she passed, I get to go to karaoke. Uh, hello. My no, we got to do it all. Serious. And so this is where, um, this is what I'm talking about with this, like everything in the self-investigation. Because I just look at, in the investigation process, we looking for resolution. And mm -hmm. one of the things in this investigation process, in the words that I like that you're using, the sole purpose should be for the happiness. Yeah. And not the things that make you happy. I get so, I get so tired of like, I practice daily, just, just cracking a smile without having nothing to smile about. Cause smiling makes you happy for some reason. I used to play the song, um, by Nat King Cole, smile when you're dead, you know, I ain't gonna sing it. Cause you're like, we definitely gotta go to karaoke. I was gonna say, cause you're gonna really sing does. it tonight. Yeah. No, if you sing this song, you're gonna have to sing it there. But I probably <laughs> will if we do. And so I'm just like, it's unfortunate when you talk to people that is still stuck here. And I mean here in the sense of, oh, this job sucks. Oh. Traffic. Oh, they did. You know, just anything that can make your day bad and you're stuck in here. I don't know. You could go somewhere in your fucking mind. Mm -hmm. And I mean that just like the, the higher conscious of in conversation with people like you. I don't know if it's Mark or cuz, you know, mm -hmm. I know it bothers Griff. Because Griff would be like, well, fuck you then, bitch. I just said be happy. You know? <laughs> yeah. 
I say like you're beautiful and you should cheer up and da da da. And Mark is said in that way because I feel like Mark. It, it kind of sounds like Mark ass bitch ass nigga. Somebody actually called me that <laughs> once, maybe twice. But um, five I think times. Mark is the poet. No, no. Well, there was Mark. It was bitch ass nigga. But anyway, um, <laughs> where I'm like, look, you're beautiful. Just know that, like, you're beautiful, and, and all things is possible. And you just got to get out your own way. And look, this is just trials, tribulations, so you have a better testimony for your children, for this, for that. And you would hear all this positivity I'm speaking, and you, it was just, you just know. Like, it's unfortunate, you just know, like, eh, that's one ear out the other. Or, like, you know, you have a situation where some people do, they, 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 they did, I had a situation with a woman where it did take notice. But at the same time, she still ended up fucked up. And that's why I just look at some people like with the self-investigation, addicts and whatnot, and people that can't get out of their own way, myself included, you'll feel a lot better if you just say, I just wanted it to be fucked up. Yesterday is one of those days where I was like, I just wanted to be fucked up. That's bottom line. That's it. Yeah. You want to be like, no, I don't want to. You do. Just say that. You'll feel a lot better. Just say, <laughs> I want to be a horrible person. You say it enough and out loud enough, and then you'll be like, I'm a horrible person. Why would I say I want to be a horrible person? Who would want to be a horrible person? And then, bam, you might actually be like, fuck that. I don't want to be a horrible person. Out loud. But all this, oh, I can't. Uh, uh, this is bad. Just all this shit. You'd be like, no, it doesn't have to be that way. Yeah. It doesn't. Like you said, the reaction to it. Reaction is everything. You know? I mean, yeah. some people will be like, I'll joke about this, joke about that. My brothers tell me all the time, man, joke about the certain shit because it happened. Don't feel bad about it after. We want our results too much to influence our reaction. But if you keep the reaction, the result has no effect on you. Um, it's funny because... Damn, that was a dope-ass pause, though, right? No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> It's funny. It threw me back to uh, literally when you said, like, I don't know why uh, we get happy when we smile. And this is to me, it goes back to um, I don't take, oh, because we just do as an answer. I literally wrote down like research. Why? Why do we get happy when we smile? My my hypothesis is that it releases endorphins in the brain, maybe like it triggered, like maybe it's that when those muscles get activated, especially held for maybe more than three minutes, three seconds, maybe the brain goes, Oh, autopilot. And it like sends this euphoric energy, you know, cause like if you see somebody smile, it is kind of contagious. Like if you pass somebody on the street and they look you in your eye and they give you a smile, it actually gives you a smile. Like most of the time you'll Man, kind of find yourself thing. smiling back unless it's a creepy person. And then you're like, no, <laughs> different. <laughs> this is different. And your smile's uncomfortable. Like, this is not a Coke smile. smile. But you know what's so funny? Like if you smile right now, like I smiled just a second ago, just as, see what you're saying. And my daughter comes up. It gives you the image of something so much more beautiful. It's you like you're Peter Pan. And then all the other images come up. The anger and all oh, this person made you mad. You see their face. And then you smile. I just look at other people smiling, man. My mom had the most beautiful smile I've ever seen. 
hands she had, down. She, she had this like, picture where it was long curly hair and it was up on my grandfather's wall. And that's the person that I always have the image of, you know? Mm-hmm. And so the image of my daughter, and, that, and that's why I like this reaction shit. I'm like, it's a, like, that's why I say with human beings, when you really step outside yourself, it's so entertaining. It's the most entertaining shit to just watch. Like, I'm talking to my daughter last night on FaceTime and her, and she gets really down on herself, you know, when she doesn't know something and whatnot. So she doesn't always speak it. And then, like, she was crying, and her mom was upset with her. And I just laughed because I'm like, what? You, you realize we're talking to kids, right? Yeah. That's why it's so important for the reaction stage of where I'm at. Because I'm like, there's some people that we always must address one another as people. No matter what. Now, yeah, somebody hold a gun at you, or somebody steal something, you know, whatever the case. But if you really looked at, like, like in, in Buddhism, it was saying we should all address each other like we're all enlightened people. Yeah. And I really would love my listeners, the ones that do listen, try it. If you address someone like you're on a higher plane of consciousness, and they'll so actually step up to be on your higher plane of consciousness. Yeah. That's why, like, when you when you get down to eye level with a kid and you talk to them all calm and slow, they're able to talk more. Because now we're the Well, same. that's kind of good comedy when they're like, don't play down to the audience. Play up. Like... You know? Yeah, I was so I was so upset when I I told so I told my friend that I it's funny what I face in the day of an episode. Yesterday I felt like shit. Then the day it's like, no, yeah. we love you. People I ain't talked to in a minute called my boy Wayne. He's like, well, I think you're funnier than such and such. I think you're funny as hell. And then and then you know it was constant talk over as I was running through jokes. But I was like, hey, no matter. I'm happy to talk to you, bro. It's cool. We can do this. You know what I'm saying? Well, but we, like you say, the I downplay, like- so he didn't understand, but it was kind of cool to get his misunderstanding because it makes me clear up my joke better as far as yeah. the lesbian. That's true. And, and so I, I think- was like, when I talked about, and then she put the condom on her, and I actually explained, like, I didn't know lesbian sex had strap-ons involved. You know, now it's so the audience doesn't have to think, because he said it went over his head. But then I'm like, how the fuck could get over your head? Oh, you must not have been that type of shit. I'd be like, well, you're not well versed in otherworldly shit. Yeah. Because some people will put that image in their head like, oh, shit, she put out a strap on and put the condom on. That's what I think is funny when you take time to have to think of and then, oh, shit. If I tell you, then I feel like in my essence, I mean, from my aspect, I'm like, I'm ruining this shit. Have you ever realized that your your brain is faster than the crowd? Because like um, uh, one of the things that I realized with uh, last night, there were some there were some comics that like I could tell where the joke was before it got there. Like I'm like, okay, now I know. Ah, there it is. And then like beat, 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 joke. Everybody laughs, and I'm like the. You saw the joke. The joke was you could tell it was coming over here. And that's why I did like a, uh, you know, and it's interesting to when you're able to kind of like, I guess, not need a joke thoroughly explained and pointed out. It's even better. Um, but I also think that with with uh, talking over and, and dealing well, for with me, that, I, I talk too fast. Sometimes I realize that. 
my cadence is way too fast and I need yeah. to slow down. You have a, you have a rant energy, you know, and, and part of that is, um, you're amping, you're amping, you're amping, you're amping. And then, bah, you know, um, it's funny. I've been holding so many thoughts, um, that I'm like, Oh, when you said, um, you know, people watching is so entertaining and to think that like, it's so, first of all, to literally just sit and people watch is so fun. Like, um, but also we are as humans, so much of what we do is people watching in terms of how we learn. You know, when you're a child, you people watch and you, that's how you talk and how you learn to do things. And, and then we watch movies and reality TV and we are obsessed with watching humans. You know, it's, um, I mean, it sucks, man. Cause as I think back, as I think now, I'm like, I know I'm not angry. Cause when I don't, I don't have my daughter every day like that, but I'm not angry. Cause I'm like, Hey, that's what I do. Like, yeah, my daughter would rather shut down than one be wrong or two have to face any type of conversation instructing her. And so that's where it's such a there's something about me that, that gives her a pass and I'll eventually talk to her about it. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, hey, she can't help the shit. That's part of my trait. Because I'll be yeah. like, I don't want you telling me I'm wrong. I'll tell myself I'm wrong and then figure it out later why I'm wrong so I understand it better. And that's <laughs> literally how she should convey it. It's not that I don't like being told I'm wrong. I just know that if you tell me why, I still won't get it. Yeah. And it's fucked up to do that because some people be like, now you're blaming the teacher. Okay, could be the fucking teacher sometimes. You see what I'm saying? With the here, we live here where the teacher is the instructor. They know everything. No, the fuck they don't. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The mother loves her kid. Not all moms love their kids. Not all dads love their kids. Mm -hmm. You know, that's what I'm saying. We don't go to the higher next level of like question a teacher and then you're labeled what? The outcast, you're labeled the troublemaker. Yeah. So we're already as backwards in the society from the jump. Because I, I question, why is it that way? Because it is. No, you're gonna have to answer them because it the fuck is. Because I don't understand what the fuck. Because that's the rule. I'm not gonna take because you said so as huh? the answer. Yeah. I'm not gonna take because you said so. I give me, give me the actual clinical reason of well. When we hold our cheeks apart uh, and I we expose our teeth and our <laughs> eyes shrink up, Glad it releases. <laughs> hey, sometimes people get real happy when they spread their cheeks apart. I'm just saying. like <laughs> That's for another show, folks. Next week. <laughs> and with that. Oh. <laughs> no, but um, go ahead. Yeah. But yeah, we, I, and it's so funny because I know that I would not have made it as a female in like the Middle Ages. I would have one hundred percent been hung for a. Oh, you would have been a witch. You'd have been burnt to the stake. 
Well, they really didn't burn witches. Everybody says burnt witches, but they were, they were hung. There really weren't these like mass because I don't think you realize how bad burnt human smells. And humans love to like hang around and watch a good killing. And so like they might have done it once and then realized I could not get Barbara stench out of my tunic for I had to throw it away. Let's let's That's just hang the only on. bad thing about educating yourself. Just that because you you really you just go win everything <laughs> with reality. No, I love that you said it like that. I love that you say watch a good killing. And I just well, like, true. make points where I'm just like, that's what I mean. Like those little moments where you're like, how do we get past? How did y'all, how were we able to get past that? I don't, we haven't. People still, people still watch a good killing. You can absolutely be invited to an execution. That still happens. You know, they just passed this Willie Lynch. They passed a Willie Lynch law. It's like the Emmett Till law or something like that. Lynching was just eradicated like two, three years ago. Yeah. And this is where you just go off on how do people really think? How do people get past? Like, maybe not me, but an all-natural black person. All-natural black. Like, why the fuck isn't there not a law where a black person could just, just, you get two cuss-outs of a white motherfucker a day. And the white motherfucker would just have to take it. And that, why, why is it that in there where it's like, fuck my ancestors. I fucking hate this law. The ancestor law. Just motherfucker, like, if you had fucked up, like, an Indian should be able to fucking eat your corn or some shit. Every fucking Thanksgiving, you got to invite an Indian over to fuck your food up. And scalp one of your daughters. Just fucking cancer fuck her hair up. I'm sorry I said that, but that's the image I, just, I thought of. I like scouting. how I like how technically why would why would inviting somebody from India over for Thanksgiving be an no, like an Indian, a fucking Indian where the natives lands was taken. A <laughs> fucking Indian. Not India. But I, Indian. India India people would like like you, like this shit, like I'm, that's why I'm like, I, I really, we're gonna manifest these things. We're gonna take it to the stage. I'm gonna have a Griff Utopia because it would have be a definite ancestry law that you just get to, hey, Greg, fuck you, crack a motherfucker, and see you later after work, play some ball. All right, you white motherfucker, fucking panty waist motherfucker. You know, and well, it, it's be, it's, it's be like cool. you and Jimmy's conversation. But see, that's why, like, I like, I want us as a all natural black people and me, like, we should <laughs> and me. direct it. We should direct <laughs> it that way. You know what I'm saying? There should be thank you cards at least once a week for the shit that black people have endured. You know what I mean? Once a week, just thanking, thank you, fucking black person for being. You know, which isn't that technically thank you changes the appreciation. Like, I thank my mom every time she gives me $40, and I can keep asking. Like, I don't, <laughs> thank, 
I know what a, a thank you keeps on giving. A, a thank you. Like, will he be offended a if thank I you thank you for the door some open. sex? We don't thank each other during sex. And I feel like the love making between my woman and I, it's so funny because now that I've looked at everything in a simplistic light, everything is so much better. Like, Speak for yourself. I'm constantly being grateful and thankful. I'm like, thank you. Yeah, like the simplistic <laughs> light of things. Like, I could be tired in the morning, but she'll, she, we'll, we'll, you know, we'll have sex. And I'm always like, fuck, that was a great idea. Why in the fuck <laughs> I think about that to start the morning this morning? Why the fuck? And this is what carried on throughout the greatness of today. People calling friends, we chopping it up, doing this pot. Like, I woke up this morning, got it in, and I was like, why the fuck? Why wouldn't I start every morning like this? I apologize, babe. I should. We should do this more often. Thank you. Appreciate <laughs> it. I get to carry you with me throughout the day. You get to carry me. This is fucking beautiful. That means he did not shower. Nope. I wiped off. <laughs> like the selfish lover I am. I wiped first and I hear you go. Just mess my now, shit up with did your you shit. wipe her or did you, when you say, here you go, did you throw the towel on her? I, I, I fanned it like, <laughs> I fanned it like you put a tablecloth and I put it over, I, like whooped it up, you know what I mean? And just put it, laid it over. Whoa! It even made a sound. Whoa! And then it just laid over. I really want to do that now. Like, what like, a, I want to be like, magician, like, like, I want to do that shit with sheets. Now, holds like, the table. <laughs> like a fucking tablecloth. Wow. <laughs> Thank you, babe. I'm about to eat some pussy on that. I'm about to eat. I'm going to sit away on the side of that shit, man. I'm about to eat all this pussy. That's what I'm going to do next time I fuck. I'm going to do the what? And I'm putting me one. I'm going to tuck me a little, tuck me a little napkin in between my shirt. You know what I mean? I'm going to do that shit with sheets now. Like, now I want to do a trick where I, as I rip the sheets off, their clothes come with it. That shit would be awesome. Million views. You know what I'm saying? Just, oh, my God. He's good. I like that motherfucker. <laughs> tablecloth. I'm going to give me some tablecloth coochie tonight. I'm going to get my. Now you're going to want a tablecloth put over your coochie. That's that's prized possession right there. But, um, but yeah. And just that and the sensation and the self, everything. If you do for self, why when you do for self, you factor in that you could be this happy all the time. Why is that never the reaction? You know how beautiful it is? Yeah. Man, one thing like, and in, in, I like to think I have salesmanship. And one thing I notice with customers that complain, I listen to it. I relate to it. They yell. I speak softer. They get softer. Yeah. You know how powerful y'all is? You know how powerful? That's what I mean. Like, who is it? What is love? What is love is an act. Love is, love is what you do. Love is what is you. And a battlefield. I think people speak from like, you know, that's why it's like, look at the energy people speak from head, heart. But how many people, not too many people speak from their soul. Because the real soul of a person is just one. Not every, like I look at people have bad hearts. I don't look at bad souls. Look at a soul is pure. People have bad thoughts. 
We speak from your soul, from your gut. That's why you get the gut instinct. Your gut instinct never is wrong because why? It's there to protect you. And if you if you are constantly speaking from your gut, which is protection, then you will protect and preserve the person you're talking to because you'll think first. You'll, you'll let that shit hit and then you'll be like, yeah, okay, yeah, I think I, I, there's some discernment there. I won't speak in this manner. It's nothing worse than when, like, you're upset and it's like, why you got attitude? Thank you for pointing that shit out. I'm in a bad <laughs> mood. The attitude didn't stop you from talking to me, though, right? And get the fuck away from me. You didn't have to say it all like, well, you saw I'm in a bad attitude. Why is that what you would say to me? Why you got attitude? Because I saw you. How about that? Now, I feel a lot better that I was able to address that shit. I've been wanting to tell you for a long time. You're a piece of shit. And thank you. I'm glad I got that off my chest. Appreciate it. I'm not in a bad mood anymore. Why you got an attitude now? You know? Yeah. And that's where you just look at all these transferring of energy. That's why it's like, man, if you keep that within you, it can never be bad energy. Never. Yeah. And it's just funny, though. When you do have, like, as as the progression goes on, you go, I'm elevating from a high level. I realize the high vibrations, low vibrations. You can feel that lack of energy. Some people are like, no, you're just tired. But then there's just that I'm beaten down for the day. And even in that, you just, you look up and you go, uh, today won. <laughs> and people, that's why I'm like, it's just a course of action to get to that ultimate, like, completion in a sense. Because I look at it like this. Hey. Monday was a bad day. Tuesday be better. Tuesday went great. Wednesday, not so much. Thursday, like, let's build on that. Let's build on that. Like we, we as a society, society or people just want to be like, no, you cannot make any mistakes. If you do, you're horrible. Some realistic ass shit, really. <laughs> but the funny thing is, they'll look at that unrealistic shit and fit it into their everyday lives. But the other realistic shit of choice to choose to be happy as fuck. That's what they look at as unrealistic. Ain't that some shit? Mm -hmm. The happy state, the loving state, that's unrealistic. But to feel like shit every day, you'd want to be in that realistic state? Well, you get used to it. You drink. You you go out. It is. It's life. You don't want to try the other way? That's unrealistic. What do you mean? How do you know? Because you can't be happy every day. Who said that shit? Yeah, the black people. What the fuck? How do you how do black people you know? Uh, two. <laughs> I'm just, <laughs> and that's what I, well, I'm just I saying. Say, I will say that it's if you can find peace in knowing that you can't be happy every day, being sad isn't going to make you sad. You know what I mean? Knowing that happiness is fleeting and the but it's not the founders of this country knew that it it's was harder to work at it's not harder, it's harder to practice that it's like that's why i say like if you if you said to yourself i'm a smile and we should do this okay smile five times a day just to smile and you pet you pick it up 10 the next week then 20. People are like, God damn, that's one happy. It's practice. 
people practice misery more than they practice happiness. Ooh. We're all, to tie this all in, to be honest, we're all addicted to pain and suffering. The ones that suffer. We enjoy that more because it's a better story. Well, I, if you talk to a happy person all the like someone that's happy all the time, you'd be like, ugh. Fuck you so uh, why are you so happy? Because it's my yeah, choice to be. People have definitely gotten upset with me for my ability to just kind of be happy. I think I think it I think people think that it's like an artifice. And I'm like, oh, like I I like playing. I like finding the silly and fun. And even even if I'm scared or I'm worried or I, I'm still going to try to find that silver lining of something to make me laugh. You know, like, that's why I'm always CK has a great um, story about how him like finding himself, I think when he was like after high school and going to Germany and um, I'll send you the link, but he, it's about, well, you won't watch it, but <laughs> it was like, he was people- I immediately thought that too. I know, that's why I said it. Uh, he was people watching and uh, he, in, in watching the story unfold, he realized no matter even in the bleakest of situations, something is still going to happen that's funny. All right, I got what I needed. I can go home. Yeah. And it's, you know, there's I, I, one woman I was with that, like, I look at themes of my relationships. Like, it's a, it's a big thing. Traveling is my, my theme with this one. Okay. That's why I go into depth of, with traveling being the theme, it's like, you know, then, then we're going to travel to other life forms, other, other, other life galaxies, so to speak. I know that's a big ass, big ass way to think. But there's this one woman I was with, and no matter what, we could be sitting down and someone always fell around us. <laughs> <laughs> it was the funniest shit on the planet. I watched the guy and I, he had to be drunk. Because it was one of those falls where we're like, did that fucking just happen? Where you pause for 30 seconds in depreciation and then to be like, damn, I'm fucked up. But I appreciate it that he fell like that. And I just had to think, did I mentally, did I telepathically make him trip and fall? He fell on the side down some stairs. Like he looks like, you know how like, a horizon that fades out a picture or something, the sun that just sets type of shit, where it was like doo, doo, woo, and he slipped right the fuck, fell right the fuck I was like, why the fuck? Why do we get to see that? Yeah. That's why I just be like, some, that's why I say, God is like the greatest comedian of all time. Because some That's God. I don't want to say God, fuck, I'm going to say it. God made that motherfucking trip and fall so we could have a good laugh. It looked like it was just, like we sat at this perfect, it was just perfect tables, this perfect um, bench, just for two people, as we stared out at fucking Pasadena, I don't know what the fuck, we were just sitting talking. 
guy walks kind of stumbling and just falls right off the fucking side of the steps. And I'm like, that's that was put here for me and you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's what well, I, and I, I feel like that's that should be the episode, uh, our next episode, because it, we kind of teased it earlier with with I feel like me and you would have a really good debate on religion. And I, I know it's it's a heavy topic, but I want to do it. I want us to have, and I, I don't, I really want you to watch the, the thing I sent you so that we can have, it's it's like when lawyers give each other like the, the deposition of like, this is what I'm going to be talking about. It's up to you to be knowledgeable about it. But here All are right. my notes. So that's what we'll do. Religion is the your link. I'll watch them over the weekend. All right, that's and your homework. We convene on Monday. We'll call that Manic Monday because I'm sure it's going to be. Well, and, and, and it'll probably have to be another 4 a.m. recording. So, well, my name is Marcus Griffin. If you have any I questions or even comments, I'm going to get to it. Uh, <laughs> any questions, comments, or just Anything to say you enjoy the conversation between Lily and I, please feel free to email <laughs> me at marcus.griffin68 at yahoo.com or go on to my Instagram, which is Marcus M. Griffin, and also Facebook, which is Marcus C.B. Griffin. Lily, please tell them where they can find you at. Pinky Puff Girl, Instagram. No email address. You probably don't have emails because you're like, I never delete them. I don't. I I literally just like, <laughs> you know me so well. I will fill up an email and be like, I guess it's time for a new address. Like, I'm the kind of person, like, don't give me money. If I was wealthy weird, I would fill up a house and be like, this one's really cluttery. Let's just get a new one and move away. And be like, that's the weird old abandoned house. Like, what's in there and i'm just like hoping that like the teenagers in in the like neighborhood go investigate and there's squatters in there now and there's just stuff well it's how funny i am i'm like okay you have 10 seconds i like the 90 minutes and like keeping it there but anyway pinky puff girl instagram marcus cb griffin facebook marcus.griffin68 yahoo.com feel free to comment ask questions, show ideas, whatever the case may be. We love y'all. We send love. And we just want you to react in love wherever you may be, whatever you may be going through. Trust. Smile that shit through. Thank you very much for listening. You guys have a great weekend. Enjoy.